0: Welcome to Simply Christian, a podcast diving deep into the essentials of the Christian faith, heresies, and everything in between. I'm Isaac. And I'm John. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, bro. So glad to be doing this. How are you? Yeah, good, man. Good, good. First episode, dude. Super excited. I know,
1: right? Yeah. Ready to crush it?
0: I am. Yeah, (laughs) let's do it, man. Yeah. So uh, this first episode, what we wanted to do is just kind of hash out what we want this podcast to be about, um, get into a little bit of how John and I came to faith what you guys can expect going forward, and that's about it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So uh, why don't you start us off, man? What do you, uh, what are you kind of hoping this podcast will, will be about?
1: Yeah. So um, for me, uh, the main thing I'm hoping with this, I mean the the, the name of our podcast, simply Christian. Um, we really want to um, plumb the depths of just the fundamental. Um, components of, of being a Christian? What are the core essential things? And um, even in somewhat maybe of a devotional sense where we are really like grappling with and being saturated with some of the things that are essential to the fabric of being a Christian. Um, and so I, I'm looking forward to that. Um, also, I think in doing so with that, um, I'm really hopeful that our listeners, you all listening, will be able to recognize counterfeits in in response to that. As we are immersed in the essentials of being a Christian and what it is that the Word of God speaks through Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit, um, that we'll be able to recognize some heresies that have been creeping in some since the beginning. Um, and you know, when uh, I've heard that when people who are trained to spot counterfeit dollar bills um, and currency, what they do is they don't study every. Uh, counterfeit and potential counterfeit. What they do is they immerse themselves in the truth of what a real dollar bill or fifty dollar bill looks like, so that when they see a false one come, even if they've never seen it before, they're able to recognize that's a, that's a fake. Throw that one in the fire because that's false. Um, because I know what a true bill looks like. And so in the same way, I think that we're really going to try to grapple with some heresies. I think in this podcast as well, and dig deep into what are some false things that we need to be aware of. Along with that, uh, just a third thing is um, to to be able to have Christian unity with everything in between, I think might be a tagline is that there's everything in between. There's this whole host of things that Christians disagree about that are in house debates among believers. And how can we have fellowship and unity with one another? Um, And really just something that I'm hoping for um, with this, with this podcast um, is to really have this be rooted and grounded in the word also. So for you listeners, we're hopeful that everything is based on the word of God, and not just our own intellect, our own opinion, <clears throat> but by the word. And First Corinthians chapter four, verses six through seven says, "Now these things, brethren, I have physically, or uh, figuratively, uh, applied to myself and Apollos for your sakes." Um, So that in us, you may learn to not exceed what is written. I think there's sometimes a temptation in us to come up with our own philosophies and things that I can be like, oh, John came up with that. That's an original with John or Isaac, but we want it to be not beyond what is written so that none of you will become arrogant in behalf of one another for who regards you as superior. What do you have that you did not receive? And so we just we've received a full counsel of the word of God in the scriptures. And so again, we just want everything to be grounded in that. So that's my kind of like vision for this, um, that I'm hopeful for this. And I'm excited for you listeners. If you guys are tuning in that you guys will check this out and be very blessed by this um, in regards to these things. Um, but hey, how about you? Like, what are your hopes? What are your visions? What's your what's your thoughts for, for with this podcast?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So obviously completely agree with everything you said. One of the ways I think of this is really want to help Christians and skeptics kind of hit the refresh button on Christianity, um, just to learn what it's actually about. Because I remember for me, when I grew up um, in a certain tradition of Christianity, and that had its certain emphases and things that um, were really important that other Christian traditions just didn't share. And uh, it wasn't until later on, as I matured, that I realized just how unessential a lot of those things were (laughs) that they that they held to as essentials um and i think people can kind of lose sight of what christianity is actually about depending on the tradition that they're in um and i just kind of want for us to kind of hit the refresh button and get to the core of what it's about that way you know across denominational lines we'll be able to agree on like what this this core of christianity the heart of christianity really is and then course talk about everything in between that and heresies um, yeah that's kind of what I'm what I'm thinking
1: yeah and so just real quick on that too if I could just jump in is this idea that there is a whole lot in between um, we have essentials what we call orthodoxy Sometimes we'll unpack that but then we have on the other end heresies but there is this like everything in between collection of things that really does exist that we again we to use the word in-house debates, we Christians aren't gonna say, you're not a Christian because you disagree with me on this. Um, and some people unnecessarily do that. But we hope to kind of unpack some of that everything in between and be like, we can I can still look at you and be like, all right, you're my bro. I, I disagree with you strongly over this issue, but at the end of the day, you're you're a dear brother to me in Christ and we're gonna have fellowship and I'm not gonna ostracize you. I don't know. Does that kind of get at some of the some they, of where you are going absolutely, to?
0: Absolutely, man. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that's a really good direction we want to take this. Nice, for sure. Nice. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, before we go any further, man, why don't we talk about how uh, how we came to faith and starting with you?
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, so I really think of a, a, a big verse for me. A couple of verses. Um, Colossians chapter one, verses thirteen and fourteen um, says, "For he rescued." us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. And I think of the, who the hero is in the, those verses is God. He rescued. Um, and I like the word rescue even too, because it, it says, you know, nobody gets rescued from a candy store. You know, you get rescued from a, a burning building or a sinking ship. And I was definitely in a burning building or a sinking ship. I, I, I lived a lot of my life, most of my life. Um, not walking with the Lord, um, and spent a lot of time just really devoted to pursuing all sorts of lustful passions and just things that are shameful to really speak about. Um, but when I was 23, I stumbled into a church. I was out with some friends the night before, Saturday, and then go to church. Um, and I think it was cool that, just real quick, say that this church didn't, this church church services started at 11 a.m. And I'm like, man, if they started at 9 or 8, I probably wouldn't even be a Christian at this point because it was a church that opened up late, um, 11 a.m. And so I was able to make it um, still kind of feeling off from the night before, but um, stumbled in. My, my friend, he's like, my, my, bro, my my uncle pastor's a church. You want to go? And I have no idea why he asked me, but praise the Lord, he did. And I don't know why I said yes, but praise the Lord, I did. And I uh, kind of stumbled into this congregation of like 10, 12 people, um, and I don't remember at all what the sermon was about. I don't remember really any of the songs that we're saying. Um, but at the end, the pastor, for whatever reason, he's just like, if anybody wants to get saved, put their hand up. And he must have been talking to me or my friend because we were the only two in there who were not like 70 years old and been going to this church for 50 <laughs> years. So for whatever reason, I put my hand up. And before I knew it, the whole congregation like was around me, laying hands on me, praying for me. And if I'm honest, at the time, it almost felt weird. Like I almost didn't like it, but it was so surreal. I did like literally felt like heaven was like opening up and it was this joyous experience of like, whoa. And I remember somebody asked me if I wanted to ride home and I was like, no, I I just want to walk. I feel like everything is new. And I didn't even have a theological construct to say everything is new. Now I think I would. A whole lot of things come to my mind, but I just remember saying like everything is new. Um, And from that day on, The Lord began shaping me, um, you know, and uh, I looked pretty much identical the next day. um, I was still like grappling with a lot of the same sins, but all of a sudden I began like studying the word um, and the Lord just began chiseling things away from me. um, Things I used to not feel convicted about doing and do with no conscience at all. All of a sudden I was like, ah, I, I, I can't be doing that. And especially as I read the Word, the Lord just began to give me this like deep, deep love for the Word and um, illuminating the Scriptures, as we'd say, through the Holy Spirit. And as I'm reading, I just began becoming convicted about certain things that I was doing that I shouldn't have been, or on the flip side, not doing that I should have been doing. And the Lord just was so so gracious and merciful to me to shape me by His Word and to, to, to teach me, and obviously still growing to this day. But um On that day, when I was 23 years old, I'm 37 now, the Lord has been faithful to me, um, remarkably faithful. I look back and he's just been so merciful, so gracious, and so kind. And um, I look forward to the rest of my life and all into eternity, you know, worshiping him, honestly, because he's a good God. So, I mean, that's where I'm at now. Just real quick, got a wife, five kids, one on the way, just a little bit about me, um, and uh, just uh, love to do ministry um, and grateful to be in the family of, of faith. So and particularly with you, bro, um to be here doing this with you, having this fellowship is really great. So um I don't know, how about you? Uh where you been? What's your testimony? How did you come to faith? Just tell me, tell us
0: a little bit about you. Yeah, dude. Well, first of all, amen to that. That's awesome. I don't know that I've heard your whole uh whole testimony before. So that's really cool. I
1: haven't heard yours either, so I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, are Getting to know each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. All of yeah. us here.
0: <laughs> so uh so I got <laughs> pretty different one. Um, saved the same way, but uh, <laughs> obviously same same God. But um, yeah, so I came to Christ when I was five years old, was baptized at seven. Um, I pretty much grew up going to church ever since I was three months old. My mom and dad had me before they were married. Um, my mom um, trusted in Christ when she, when she was about 30. I was about three months old. Uh, and from then on, been in, been in church my whole life. Um, and yeah, so basically just heard the gospel all growing up. Um, when I was five years old, I had a dream, um, of going to hell and that kind of just my five, my five-year-old brain just kind of woke up to the reality of that. So I, uh, ran into my mom's room and like, mom, I need Jesus. I need to be saved from my sin. Um, maybe not in such a such a nice way of saying that, but you know, <laughs> you know that was the heart behind it. Um, so yeah, I just um, just trusted in Christ at that point, and he just slowly started sanctifying me until you know, kind of like the early teen teen years. Um, started we went to a, a new church um, that was definitely a lot, I'd say, looser uh, in a bad way. Sometimes loose is good, but in this way, it wasn't. Um, and started hanging around with some some people that really were not in Christ, got introduced to pornography at a really young age, um, started dating, got into sexual sin. Um, and it really wasn't until I was 16 that um, that I really started following Christ seriously. I've debated on whether or not that was actually the moment of my conversion or not. Um, I'm really not sure. All I know is I'm saved now. and <laughs> but, uh, um, but yeah, so when, when I was 16... Um, my family invited me to go out to this gathering where we were uh, helping out a new church plant up in Bridgeton, Maine. And we were passing out invitations to the the first charter church service. And for whatever reason, it wasn't like a sermon that day or anything. It just kind of, the Spirit just kind of worked on my heart um, in a really strange way. And when I got home, I just like, cried out to God, repented, said, God, I've been running from you. I'm, I'm done with this. I'm going to follow you from now on. Um, and he just kind of like what you said, just slowly started chiseling away um, the lust, the lies, um, the worldly passions. And it definitely wasn't overnight by any means, but it definitely started. Um, I really started seeing it at that point. Um, and yeah, then surrendered to Um, pursue ministry at 18, studied under pastor there for uh, at the church I was at for like maybe four years or so, three years. And yeah, but I'm sure we'll talk about the rest at some other point, but that's basically
1: (laughs) it. Amen. Yeah. 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 And like you said, yeah, it's the same God, same, uh, same working of the Lord that he works in us. And um, regardless of our testimony, it's just like It's all all glory to Him, and I'm so grateful for what He's done in you, for sure.
0: All conversions are a miracle,
1: yeah, they are. Um, and just some, just real quick, just something that I I wanted to that came to my mind when I was hearing your testimony. Um, and for you listeners, it might be good to think of this as well, is that, um, in our Christian walk, sometimes we, like you said, you had like a, a more fundamental kind of church. And then you had like a more looser church. And I think that's a very common scheme of the devil is you see all the way back from the beginning with Adam and Eve. Um, Satan, when he tempts Eve, he says, has God not, has God told you that you can't eat from any of the trees of the garden? So when, right off the bat, he's, all, he's already being too strict. He's adding um, uh, traditions and adding legalistic kind of views to to things. And sometimes we get so bogged down because Satan is like adding to the, to the intensity of scripture by giving us more rules to follow than even God has prescribed himself. And then right after he says, you can eat from this tree. And so it's immediately followed by this liberation, this freedom. And I think sometimes we we get so bogged down with strict Christianity that when all of a sudden some church comes along who's a lot more loose and a little bit more free, you just feel liberated and you're like, hallelujah, I can just be free and do what I want. Now you've jumped to the other end of the spectrum where all of a sudden you're now in an equal heresy where you're removing from the word of God and you're now living in sin. Um, and I think like that that hits a lot of us to various capacities. And I didn't talk about my church experience, but I think I've experienced that for sure, where some are just so strict and you want to get away from that strictness Do you you run to the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. Um and I yeah, just just that that came to my mind um that there is this like. This core thing that again, hopefully, with simply simple Christianity, simple simply Christian, that will in this podcast really just give us uh, just rest in Christ and not lean either way to to legalism or uh, ultra liberality, where you can just go on and do whatever you want.
0: <laughs> yeah, we want to strike that balance in between. In between, Amen. And it sounds like that's going to be a, that's our episode for a few weeks down the road, right? That's so, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> cool, cool. All right. Well, uh, so that's awesome, man. Um, so before we wrap up, why don't we talk about, uh, what our listeners can expect going forward?
1: Yeah, um I so a couple of things I want to uh, leave some on the table for you too, but I um I'm excited with this podcast for myself and you Isaac, but also all you listeners um to be excited about some of the content that we have. We're really hoping to to dig deep into a lot of different sub uh, substantial issues, things that are in-house debates with Christians, um you know, how to um how does social justice and, uh, things like that fit into the Christian life? And how is that narrative, um, uh, true in one sense and how are, what are some potential dangers with that? Um, also some things that are outside of the Christian faith, you know, like atheism, um, and, you know, and, and grappling with some of the real arguments that a lot of atheists have to present to say that there legit is no God. Um, Mormonism, um, Do we really, have we been deceived with things like the Trinity? You know, um, is that just some Catholic tradition handed down to us, but it's not really biblical. You get some so-called Jehovah's Witnesses knocking at your door and they're going to really get at that one. Um, And how can we grapple with that? Um, You know, some things like uh, that have to do with manhood and womanhood is uh, complementarianism or egalitarianism, some big words that we can unpack. And are there biblical roles for men and women or can each do completely all things alike. Um, and there's no real distinction. So, I mean, just some content that, uh, you know, we've, we've jotted down for future, uh, podcasts, but I think at the core, we really want to plumb the depths of these things and give some, uh, some honest, um, uh, understanding with integrity, what the other side might be presenting. And then also to clarify, is this an in-house debate or is this something that we need to kind of take up arms with and say, I'm going to go go toe to toe with you and really draw a line in the sand and say, you're here, I'm here, and we are not one. Whereas in other issues, we might look and say, all right, I'm going to disagree strongly with you. But again, you're still my brother and we're going to still have fellowship, things like that. So I'm hopeful that uh, this will be a blessing to a lot of people because these are daily practical things that um, we as Christians have to deal with. Um, So I'm excited about it. Very excited about it um, for myself included. But yeah, what about you? Um, I don't know. Like, if you had to pinpoint a few things that you're really hopeful and excited for our listeners, um, what can they expect from this podcast?
0: Yeah, so exactly what you said, man. I completely agree. As far as like topics, um, man, just getting into some of the more controversial in-house debates, especially. Really excited about that. Things about how we got the Bible, Bible translations, because that was a big issue, uh, in. Churches that I went to, like it's the King James, the only version we should be using, things like that. Okay. That's going to be really fun. Um, and also getting into things like, yeah, egalitarianism, complementarianism, uh, getting into theological triage, which is kind of going to be something that our listeners here talked about almost every episode, I think. I think it's it's a lot, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's actually going to be our next episode. We're going to be talking about theological triage mm-hmm. and what that means. So stay tuned for that one. But yeah, just kind of dealing with um, those issues, especially in-house that divide Christians. Hopefully we can shed some light on how we can disagree, why we disagree, not demonizing each other, and then figuring out how to live at peace with one another if we are within the realm of orthodoxy. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. Get your coffee when you guys listen to this podcast, and get uh, get your Bibles out because I'm thinking that we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of fun doing this. So I hope you guys
0: do too. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's all for today's episode. Uh, consider subscribing for more Simply Christian content. And until next time.